let's get you back to On the Map. Here's Dave Plyer. Boston is best known well for its famous baked beans, Fenway Park, the Boston Marathon, clam chowder, lobster rolls, and of course the bar from Cheers. But dig a little deeper below the surface and you'll find a surprising wealth of things that make Boston one of the best cities in America and the world. Tonight we welcome Helena Ajakaye, Executive Vice President of Meet Boston and MeetBoston.com as we put Boston on the map. Welcome in, Helena. Thank you so much, Dave. Good to be here with you. You know what? I'm a Chicago guy, but I did live in New York for a bit. And one of my favorite places, especially on the weekend to spend, especially in the spring and summer, is Boston. There's so much to see and do there. It absolutely is. And this is such a perfect time to talk about Boston. We are currently launching our new Boston Never Gets Old campaign and really talking about how we're forging an identity for Boston that is, you know, built on motion and designed and to stay in motion. So, yes, the Boston, you know, but there's so much more to tell you about today um, in terms of our arts and culture, food, sports and entertainment. Yeah. Let's start off talking about some of the attractions, you know, some of the classics that are there before we dip into so many other great things to do. You know, the, the, the Boston, the public garden is one of the most beautiful places in the world, I think. It, it, it has so many things, and I think that the attractions in the city of Boston, and, and there are some fantastic examples like you mentioned. So classic Boston experience are not just, you know, those that we know about. So the Boston Common that you mentioned uh, earlier, and also, you know, our Meet Boston Visitor Center is located on the Common. So those are all great places and recommendations where we can send people, but when you think about Boston Harbor Islands, we have Charles River kayaking, paddle boating, sailing, and more. And Boston Harbor City Cruises is also right up there with our classic, which is uh, the Duck Tours. So there's a lot of attractions. Specifically, we also have open green spaces throughout the city. Um, one of my favorite places is the Greenway. We have the Esplanade, Emerald Necklace, um, and you know the Boston Public Library. So there's a lot of great things that we could do in terms of attractions. Yeah, talk about the Greenway a little bit. You know, the Greenway is a phenomenal place. You know, we really have an opportunity to provide in a beautiful urban city a space that really looks at sustainability, that looks at the environment, and uh, provides, you know, a place where people could actually walk the city and look at the beautiful greenery that we have to offer. We, you know, have been um, kind of looking at the Greenway in the city of Boston and how we can amplify it. Um, the Greenway has been around for a very long time, but some of the programmatic things that they're doing around sustainability, ecotourism, and really looking at the fact that Boston has a lot of green spaces where you can relax. I mean, you can walk onto the Greenway on any given day and be able to see food trucks and arts and murals and participate in some of the um, um, amazing things that they're doing around growing and cleaning up the city. You know, the Boston Tea Party Ships and Museum was, you know, was always a favorite. And it's a great place to take families. But when you think about Boston Harbor and the, and the city cruises and the duck tours, it is just gorgeous right there on the on the oceanfront. Yeah, there's, there's a whole lot going on in, down, in downtown Boston. When you think about attractions, I'm thinking about some of the world-class museums, like the Museum of Fine Arts um, in Boston, the Isabella Stewart Garden Museum. Um, there's a lot of things happening on the waterway, and specifically, as you mentioned, 
the Boston Tea Party ships and, and the Museum of African American History. So in thinking about what goes on, I think that when you, you know, look at the MFA, they're currently featuring an, exhibi- an exhibition that explores the work of Japanese artists and um and that's exciting. You know, things like the Kennedy Presidential Library and Museum uh, that is there, the Paul Revere House, uh, you know, the Salem Witch Museum. I mean, there's just so much to see and do, but there's also fun for kids and families, too. So you talked about some of those museums, but there's also a Boston Children's Museum, the New England Aquarium. Um, there's just a lot to see and learn. There is. And, you know, currently the ICA is uh, exhibiting the work of a Colombian-born artist, Maria Brera, which is focused on the Children's Crusade of 1212, blended with the contemporary mass movement of people across borders. So it's a really nice way to look at her work, which is very unique and powerful and, and children-centric. And it's a wonderful ambition that runs through the first week of August. So we do have some great uh, kind of assets like the ICA that are doing uh, kid-centric, family-centric things. In addition to the Boston Children's Museum and the MFA and a lot of great assets around the city. I always consider Chicago a foodie city. Um, you know, that was probably the first thing I would do is go to Faneuil Hall Marketplace or Quincy Market. But, I mean, the freshest seafood and the Sam Adams Tap Room doesn't hurt either. <laughs> it does not. You know, I think that when you think about the fact that we are a culinary um, destination, we are proud to have two James Award-winning finalists in the Boston, in Boston including an up-and-coming executive chef, uh, Valentine Howell and Crassie in the Back Bay, and Yeshi Sue as um, she's coming from the UN Kitchen in the South End. So we're excited to see that we are impacting the culinary scene, and one of them will win in Chicago this this June. We anticipate that, and we're excited about we're excited about that. No, oh, very cool. What is? Uh, give me a couple of your favorite places in Boston to go to for to to have a great meal, especially the seafood. You know, a lot of people think about lobster rolls and clam chowder when they think about Boston, but we have a really fun and unique um, farm to table. So I love farm to table, mm. which I think is great. So some of the places I love to go to is Island Creek Oyster for example, um, where oysters are harvested daily and delivered to the chef and restaurants all over the world. And most importantly, at the top of seafood restaurants in Boston. So I love going to Island and Creek. Uh, We also have uh, Sienna Farms that provides the freshest products for restaurants and chefs and is even available at Boston Public uh, Market. So those are my things. Um, The food scene in Boston is on fire, to be honest with you, Dave. We're investing resources intentionally to help tell the story of Boston and that we should be on top of destinations for foodies around the world. And um, I mentioned to you earlier that we have some top chefs winning, you know, awards like the James Beard Award, but there are also a lot of chefs and restaurants recognized as semifinalists in the Emerging Chefs and New Restaurants category, which is a testament to the number of young culinary leaders here in the city of Boston that we're still Really looking forward to sharing and showcasing. Very cool. Uh, you know, another uh, classic place in Boston is Quincy Market. Expl- explain what that experience is like walking through there. You know, I think Quincy Marketplace improves uh, and is really offering such a diverse kind of, you know, suite of a lot of different vendors. So you can walk in there and be able to eat your way and really purchase and participate in some great, uh, you know, businesses that are, have come together to create this experience. I love walking to a Quincy market, whether it's to eat my favorite food or have a cup of tea or even purchase something. So the experience has always been amazing, but now we really are 
able to source a lot of different uh, businesses that are participating in Quincy Market. You know, as the uh, industry's coming back, you can walk in there and really find something for everyone. And uh, it's a beautiful experience around the Quincy Market. You know, uh, I'm a bit of a TV geek, so I'm just going to mention, you know, the inspiration for the tremendously classic TV series Cheers is the Bull, Bull and Finch Pub. Beacon Street is such a great place to be. Uh, the Cheers Pub is in the Hampshire House Hotel, but there's just a lot to explore just around that area. So who doesn't love the show Cheers? I do. Um, in addition to stopping for a drink or a bite, there's a fun um, stop at the location for a tour, which provides behind-the-scenes look at the TV and movie shoot location throughout the city. Um, Bull and Finch, uh, which is pop culture fun, I think is something that um, is certainly a great asset. This is obviously an iconic you know, location that um, has been around. So, You know, it's beautiful in Boston all year round, but spring and summer does kick it up a notch. Uh, you just had the Boston Marathon earlier this week, and in May, it's the Boston Calling Music Festival. Let's talk a little bit about that festival and some other fun things happening this summer. Yeah, so the Boston Marathon, first of all, phenomenal. 30,000-plus runners. Uh, this is the first year post-pandemic that our international runners came back to the city. So when you think about 30,000 people running the marathon, they each bring family members with them. So huge success. We had such a great time. Um, and we're ramping up to some amazing things. So in terms of festivals coming up, there is a galore of festivals coming yeah. up in the, to the city of Boston. You mentioned Boston Calling Music uh, Festival that's coming up around Memorial Day weekend. That'll take up a significant amount of kind of our open streets. And um, music um, festivals uh, are a huge thing. Music is a culture within the city of Boston. So I think the Boston Calling Music Festival really has a variety of uh, musicians coming from pop culture to all different kinds of music um, that have been put together um, to come together and provide a great music experience. You know, I am a fan of very many different music styles. Um, I know I can go there and listen to a tune um, that's, you know, that's like, you know, that I like or young people like. So I think that millennials, Gen Xers, and boomers can find some type of a music that they love um, because I think that the Boston Calling Festival has put together a great lineup of different types of music uh, across uh, genres. And uh, there's something for everyone there. Uh, the Boston Harbor Fest is in July. I've actually been there many, many times. I mean, that is probably the ultimate celebration in the summertime, isn't it? It is. It absolutely is. So, you know, in July, we have so, so many things coming up. And the Bar Boston Harbor Fest is just one of them. So, you know, we're excited to welcome that back into the city. Um, it'll be here in July, as you mentioned. And we'll have uh, visitors both, you know, locally, residents go there within the city of Boston, but domestic and international folks will come to experience um, uh, the Harbor Fest over the 4th of July weekend, which is expected actually um, to involve both Harbor and River Fireworks and focus on the 250th anniversary of the Tea Party. Wow. So it's, wow. it's going to be amazing. Yeah. What are some of the other uh, summer events going on? Yeah, there's a lot of summer events. So we have the Red Bull Cliff Diving on June 3rd, the only North America location that's doing a Red Bull Cliff Diving. We have Embrace Ideas Festival, once again, another music festival coming in June over a course of a week. Um, we have the Juneteenth celebrations. Um, and then we also have the 25th anniversary of the Roxbury um, International Film Festival. And that'll be in June as well, um, from the 20th to the 28th. And then I think this is unique. I think this is fun. So the Boston Hong Kong Dragon 
Folk Festival is coming also in the month of June. And bookcased by the BAMS Fest, which is another music festival that showcases arts and culture di- across different neighborhoods and genre. That's also coming in uh, June. And um, what I want to, you know, really highlight is that Pride, the Pride Parade is also back this year after the pandemic hiatus, which we're so, so proud of. With a parade um, coming back, we have festivals, block parties happening throughout June. And I think that this will really carry the momentum of Pride and really supporting our communities around that. Um, and then we'll get right into the Caribbean Festival, which I think, um, you know, in the city of Boston, when you think about the Caribbean community and the festivals that go around that, we're, we're very proud of that. And then to your point, jumping right into the Harbor Fest, which is over the 4th of July. So a lot of amazing things coming up in the summer months and weeks for us as far as festivals. Well, we're going to talk about events coming up and maybe a trip to Fenway. We're talking to Helena Jakaye, Executive Vice President of Meet Boston, meetboston.com. And we'll have more with her next on 720 WGN. Let's get you back to On the Map. Here's Dave Plyer. All right, tonight we've got Boston on the map. So Helena, you know, if Chicagoans love Wrigley Field... They're certainly going to love Fenway Park. It's a it's a rite of passage to watch a game there, isn't it? It sure is. I mean, there's such a, a you know a ton of excitement around the city right now um, around sports. We've always been known for our sports, but in addition to the Red Sox, which is iconic and everyone knows about, we currently have the Boston Bruins in the Stanley Cup playoffs and uh, the Boston Celtics in the playoffs as well. So visitors can check out sports museums at the TD Garden as well. So we're definitely highlighting our extensive sports history, um, which I think we're proud of. But to be in such a competitive arena, both with the Boston Bruins and the Celtics, is pretty phenomenal. So we're hoping for some good wins there. But, you know, like Fenway, I, and I know, you know, the folks that are running uh, Wrigley, the Ricketts family here, want to do very something very similar on Wrigley Field and kind of block off the streets and have a, a more of a street fair environment there. But that is the experience that you, you have when you, when you go attend a game at, at, at Fenway. Absolutely. I, you know, one of my favorite things to do is go, uh, go to a ball game on a, on an afternoon on any given day, whether it's weekday or, or the weekend and the experience of the street culture, whether you're going into the stadium or in Yaki way and you can walk in and buy products and buy t-shirts and you can get a nice uh, hoagie or a sausage or a fried dough. I mean, the excitement around going to a ballpark or the Fenway ballpark in the city of Boston is palatable. It's still one of our classic things that we like to do. And certainly, I think the streets being open and being walkable and uh, families being able to safely navigate the city of Boston when going to a game, when going to some festivals is a pretty amazing thing that we're so proud of. Now on meetboston.com, you can find some really good summer packages and uh, recommendations for places to stay in and around town as well, right? Absolutely. You know, I think that going to Boston, uh, meetboston.com will be the place to go. But in terms of places to stay, it's a very, very exciting time for us in the city of Boston. So one exciting news I'll share here is that we have the first raffles in North America opening up this summer in our Back Bay neighborhood, um, which is super exciting. A great uh, brand, luxury brand that really has um, world-class customer service. But we also have many neighborhoods um, that you can explore, and specifically 23 neighborhoods in total, where lodging options throughout the city, most of which are in close proximity to everything that I've just mentioned to you that you'd ever want to do. 
Um, and you can get around either by public transportation or, as you know, we're so proud to be a walking city. Um, we also have plenty of resources um, to explore um, and stay in our um, website. So to your point, you can go to Boston. Uh, meetboston.com and uh, see what we've got going on. Great. And to explore more, visit meetboston.com. Helena, thank you so much for putting Boston on the map with us tonight. Thank you.